0: that this is a generation that have not studied their Bibles. That's what the problem is. They go on sound bites. Uh, They never read a book. They never think for themselves. Uh, They go on sound bites. Uh, They're raised on television. And as a result of this, uh, because of viewing religious activity and religious action, they have a perverted concept of God. And so... Probably one of the most overworked concepts of our generation is God is love, which we have no uh, argument with that. This is true, but that has to be balanced with the rest of the Bible revelation uh, of God's character. And instead of most people of our generation uh, coming into a correct perspective of who God is and what he does, his character and his workings in the earth and his ways, they have a view of God as a, as a doting Uh, indulgent sugar daddy that's what he's he's somebody we can go to to get whatever we want to make life easier and happier for us and uh, they have a totally wrong concept of who God is and what he does and so uh, 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 the reason for that is that uh, our generation does not study the Bible this is why we have uh, adult Bible classes uh, is because we intend to put a foundation in our people so that they know and understand who God is and what he does. So Samantha would read for us our introductory text. This, uh, uh, this is uh, 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 using seven uh, facets of revelation out of Proverbs 6.16 of who God is and, and how he reacts. And we want to uh, take up this morning the heart that devises wicked, wicked imagination. If Samantha read that for us in a loud, clear voice these six things uh, the Lord hates Uh, seven are an abomination to God so that's fairly strong language isn't it if you uh, uh, said to me uh, uh, so and so really gets upset if you do these things then if I want any relationship with them I'm going to have to be careful about how I relate isn't that correct you don't just get in their face and say oh you don't like this eh? (laughs) well here uh, how about this so, uh, so it is with the revelation of the living God, and, uh, it's in Hebrews that says our God is a consuming fire. So that balances out a little bit, at least, uh, some facet, because there's only one verse that says God is love. That's a verse that said our God's a consuming fire. So if we're, uh, if we're, uh, uh, if we're at all honest about Scripture, we have to move between the two and find a balance of who God is and what He does. So let's first of all get a true picture of man's heart. I want several scriptures. Uh if you'll help me here, Genesis six, five through seven, somebody like to get that done, Galati. I need Genesis eight twenty-one. Uh this will be uh, uh Hugh. I need Jeremiah seventeen nine, uh this is Bill Bronson, I need Ecclesiastes nine, verse three. Somebody like to get that for us. Uh Gina, if you'd like to get that for us, we'll move through. And so, first of all, to understand our text and to understand God's relationship to mankind, we need to get a true picture of man's heart. So we want to bring the judgment of history to bear. If you want to know what God is, what He does, it's very crucial that you go through a history of the Bible because uh, the Bible says, I'm the Lord, I change not. Isn't that what it says? And again, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday today and forever so we want to bring the judgment of history uh, from the revelation of Scripture to see and get some insight on uh, the character of our Creator and of our Lord Genesis 6 5 through 7 gives us a little picture of, uh, of the history of God and his dealing with mankind okay here's the God of love and the Bible says that he looks upon mankind uh, this is in Noah's day. He sees uh, what he's created, uh, he sees the condition uh, that man is, and e- even fallen man, uh, he can no longer stomach what he's become. And so the Bible says that he uh, repents or he's sorry that he even made man, and so he determines that he's going to bring judgment upon mankind, and judgment is a part of history. Genesis 8:21. Okay God said I'm not any longer going to do this uh total but uh we can see a condition of man's heart because the perception of God is that the imagination of man's heart is only evil continuously so our uh our, our study this morning is a heart that devises wicked wicked imaginations we need to come up with what that is because we want to avoid that can you say amen We then we want Jeremiah 17:9 The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Or in other words, the inner man is incurably sick. That's what God's uh, conclusion is. And then finally, Ecclesiastes 9, verse 3. All right, here's uh, here's the preacher, Ecclesiastes. He takes a look at mankind and says uh, that uh, his heart is uh, is, uh, wicked, his heart is evil... And as a matter of fact, he even uh, says that that, uh, man is mad or he's insane. This is what he has to say. How many of you can concur with that? You ever see anybody do anything that's insane? To their own destruction. They move headlong as the ox to the slaughter. And uh, and, uh, we can say that your preacher certainly was correct. And so here's mankind. Let's think about this for a moment. Has tremendous uh, mental capacities for conceiving and for carrying out... Life. Uh, How many of you came to uh, church in an automobile this morning? Handy little things, aren't they? How many of you can say that? It's a wonderful day. You can hop in your automobile and and you can travel to church. Some of you travel 12, 15, 18 miles. Some of you uh, 10 minutes. But at any rate, it's a tremendous blessing. And this was invented by the creature that God's placed on planet Earth uh, who is mankind. Uh, Any of you ever uh, use any tools for digging, for sawing, for climbing? Those are the creation of the genius that God has placed within mankind. Uh, Can you think what life would be this morning uh, without tools? Aircraft. I just uh, came back from Holland. We got back Friday night, uh, probably 9.30 at night. And so we boarded an aircraft in Amsterdam, Holland at uh, noon their time. And, uh, we were setting, we were in our own bed at 10 o'clock at night, uh, and, uh, having a great sleep. And so, uh, that's a wonderful thing. That was created by the genius of the creature that God has placed on planet Earth and given inconceivable genius. Tremendous, uh, blessing. And, uh, uh and so you'll concur with that. All kinds of, uh, uh we're reading about the mirror space program. They're able to put a man into space, which is totally beyond our grasp. And so uh, uh, the ladies who, how many of you the ladies have mixers this morning? Let me see your hand. Marvelous thing. You know, uh, some of us come from a generation when if you wanted to mix anything up, you beat, 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 beat. But now, zzz, and it just gets done. So that's a, it's a great thing. And so uh, these appliances and tools and and the telephone. How many of you talked on the telephone today? Anybody? Uh, These are great uh, inventions. And uh, so uh, we have to confess that man indeed is an ingenious creature. God has placed within him tremendous abilities. Uh, We have a fax machine. We finally moved into the space age. And so uh, we have copiers. I don't know how we ever lived without uh, fax machines and copiers. And now we have scanners that you can take a, a page of a magazine and put it uh, for 149 bucks. You can put it underneath this little machine, and it'll email it to somebody uh, halfway around the world for for a few cents. I mean, this is it's totally beyond grasp uh, that you can do these kinds of things, and the common man can have these within their grasp. And uh, I get uh, since I'm on everybody's mailing list in life, I get these little gadget magazines. I'm always uh, I'm always uh, 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 interest in these little gadget magazines. And I look at these and marvelous little things. How many people look at gadget magazines? I mean, you know, you can't live without them, but it it should be nice to have uh, these little things, you know. And uh, somebody's mind has uh, wrestled with an inconvenience or a problem or a detail of life and they, so they've sat down and said uh, you know what uh, I could fix this little thing here do this little thing there and uh, wouldn't this be a neat trick uh, they have uh, these little poles that you can reach up in the ceilings and take lights out you don't need a ladder you know they've got uh, all these little things uh, these little machines that trim nose hair and I mean there's all <laughs> kinds of things all kinds of little gadgets that, uh, that come up with and you can live without them, but uh, they put them in those magazines. They don't, uh, mar- they don't market them uh, generally in the five and ten store or over at Walmart. But they have these little, little, little magazines, and boy, they have. A- well, that's the genius that mankind has placed uh, in, uh, or, or that God's placed in mankind. Okay. However, there's another facet to this genius, and then uh, this genius is uh, is uh, connected with hell and it's unrestrained, a different picture emerges. So let's have some more scriptures over here. Matthew 15, 17 through 20. Uh, uh, Casey, uh, Deuteronomy 31, 21. Uh, Bob Mayotte. I want 2 Peter 2, 12 through 14. Uh, Joel. And uh, let's take a look at these and, and, and uh, get a, another little insight about man's capability. And when this creative genius is turned loose in another direction, it's not under the control of the Holy Spirit a uh, different picture merges besides these marvelous little inventions and uh, and uh, and uh, creativities of man. Matthew fifteen seventeen through twenty. Casey, okay. Jesus is dealing with the religious people of his day, and he says uh, they're talking about you know if we, we eat out of a vessel that hasn't been properly sanctified, uh, or if we eat some food that uh, is uh, doesn't fit in with the the pattern. Uh, and so he sits down and says to them that's not really what defiles a man that's the external thing this is what defiles a man that, that which comes out of the heart of man then he talks about the evil eye and the blasphemies and, and wickedness and thefts and covetousness and all of these things and he speaks of uh, 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 those things which come out of the heart of man and he gives us a broad picture that you and I have to deal with every day how many of you have to deal with those things every day uh, some of us more than others, uh, but anybody who has to deal with the public in relationships. And I, you know, if you go into a factory, uh, I, I worked at Reynolds Metals Company years ago, and, and uh, it was the worst job ever. No, it wasn't the worst job. I've had a worse one than that. But uh, 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 all I had to do is I was a, a helper, and so all I had to do is Reynolds Metals in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, they had a man that had a hydraulic press, and this hydraulic press stamped a point, on top of these little uh, extrusions, so that they could feed them into an extrusion press and shape them into uh, irrigation conduit the right size they wanted. All I had to do is pick one up. He picked the other hand. I held it while you go. Boom, boom, boom. We put it in a stack. I did that for eight hours. It was graveyard shift on top of that. And I want to tell you, for a man with a brain, that's a hard, hard job. I had a worse job than that. And uh, this was one time of serious uh, unemployment when. God was dealing with me about eternity. He's getting ready to bring the hammer down on me. I was unsaved. And I had a job of uh, going into uh, service stations and restaurants and so on. And I cleaned toilets and urinals. That was the last straw. And uh, that was the worst job. Uh, however, uh, there uh, there is a... Uh, uh, creativity in man that creativity in man needs to be released but if it's released in a, in a, in a, in a wrong faction why well, it brings forth a, a, a bad thing Deuteronomy 31 21 let's have that one okay God's talking about the imagination says the, the imaging that man is able to conceive in his heart is not good if it's not given to God Second Peter 2 12-14 Okay, here's a picture that Second Peter draws of mankind that uh, is not yielded to God and he, he draws a picture of cursed practices and says even uh, that the difficult part of it. This, this is a party animal. He's describing a party animal there, but that party animal goes to church. He works his, uh, his uh, 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 devious schemes while he's in church. So let's get some more. Romans 3, 10 through 18, over on my far right. Somebody like to get this for me? Romans three ten through 18. Loud, clear voice. Uh, uh, Richard Hernandez, if you read that for us. I want Mark seven twenty one through 23. Balthazar will get that. And Steve, will you get for us Luke 6 and 45. So here we have this creative genius that God has placed in man. We're talking about man's character. And the text of our study this morning is to bring us... Uh, uh, to face with a heart that devises wicked imaginations. That's the thing that God hates, and so we want to uh, uh, see what the Scripture has to say about these. Romans t- uh, three ten through 18, Richard Hernandez. Okay, here's a pretty lurid picture that God draws of mankind, isn't it? He's a perverse creature. He's uh, filled with all kinds of things, and uh, when given to his worst side he 's capable of almost anything which we 'll look at in a moment mark seven twenty one through twenty three okay here 's Jesus again reiterating the scripture that we read before in another gospel and uh, it 's not a pretty picture that he gives of mankind in luke six forty five okay so the good man the evil man, and that choice is there so uh, let 's uh, think of a few things is uh, anybody uh, can bring any historical perspective to this uh, that uh, will bring us up to date. Anybody see this in mankind working out today? Okay, here's the computer and the internet. It's an example of this, which is a a uh, almost unfathomable ability to uh, store and uh, and retrieve information or exchange information. And but at the same time, uh, there's a major difficulty which uh, uh, society is wrestling with of how to control this monster because it has some very, very detrimental uh, things. And uh, the difficulty is that many are being swept into it. I I just saw an article uh, in the newspaper, I think, over the weekend. I just scanned through it because I've read so much of it. I'm not interested anymore. It's all the same stuff that they're trying to uh, uh, wrestle with this because some people simply one touch and they're gone. That's it. They're, uh, their lives are destroyed. Marriages of 40 years, uh, a home career, everything, they're addicted to the computer. Establish relationships with people they've never met. Uh, they get involved in things they never get involved in. And so they're wrestling with this right now. So here's here's this bad side of human nature that now is taking uh, the what... The genius that God has placed in mankind and twisting it, that's a very good comment. Uh, someone else. Uh, Debbie Hernandez. Okay, then you take uh, you take that, uh, <coughs> that bias of, of fallen humanity. It was uh, Romans says that all have sinned, correct? Not one righteous. Then you add to that uh, a spiritual force and power, which is the devil and his crowd... You got a major problem in society. So let's let's talk about a few things for a moment. Uh, uh, World War II, uh, we uh, we saw torture uh, beyond description, and man's in- inhumanity to man. Uh, I believe it was uh, Karen in one trip to Poland that saw the gas uh, ovens of Auschwitz and uh, and uh, uh, in Germany uh, and. Uh, uh, One of the things that they did in Hitler's regime was that they skinned people who have tattoos alive, skinned their skin off, and made lampshades out of this now. This is almost beyond description. Uh, Take uh, uh, false teeth, hair, shoes, uh, and uh, sent them to the ovens. This is man's inhumanity to man. The Japanese... Uh, One of the things that they did, uh, scare tactics, when they were taking the Malaysian uh, Peninsula and coming down is they would cut the genitals off of uh, Allied soldiers, sew them to their lips while they're still alive, uh, and tie them to a tree so that the Allied soldiers would see these and be terrified of the Japanese army. Now, that's almost beyond description. Can you say amen? That's the ability uh that man has to of the evil of his heart so we have a fallacy and this fallacy is the uh humanist and uh, this fallacy is that mankind's getting better all the time he's basically good if we just uh, would educate him would just give him an education uh this would solve the problem I many years remember years ago I was working in Los Angeles and there was a man came in soliciting and I in my place of employment while I was in in uh, back of the shop and uh, he was a negro man and he had a donation cup and his uh, pitch was uh, that uh, if we can educate these uh, these uh, ghetto people we can uh, we can stop uh, crime and uh, we'll stop all the problems if all they need is an education and so immediately uh, i remembered teddy roosevelt and so teddy roosevelt said uh, an, an educated man who uh, Will steal uh, out of a boxcar. He'll break into a boxcar and steal out of the boxcar, but if you educate him, he'll steal a whole railroad. <laughs> that was Teddy Roosevelt's concept on the problem we're dealing with. We're not dealing with the problem of education. An edu- uneducated sinner. Is a lower level of capability, but you educate him. Now you refine his abilities, and so this happens uh, and is happening in many of our prison system. Is that uh, while men are doing time, they become expert lawyers, they become uh, adept, they begin to study when they get out how they can uh, 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 make a million without working, and so uh, uh, this uh, this uh, this condition of man's heart uh, begins to uh, uh, express itself. So let's get some more skills. Here. Psalms 36, 1 through 4. Remember, we're talking about the heart that devises wicked imaginations God hates. Psalms 36, 1 through 4. Somebody get this for us right here. Uh, Nick, I want Proverbs 6, 12 through 14. Uh, Samantha, I want Proverbs 16, 9. Uh, Don Galati, I want Proverbs 24, 7 through 9. Gina, if you will uh, get those for us. Then I want Isaiah Two seven, uh, somebody would like to get that for us in this section. Uh, Casey, I want Jeremiah eleven nineteen. Uh, Sean, I want Psalms thirty one thirteen. Psalms, okay. Victor and Psalms thirty five verse twenty. Uh, Louis uh, will get those. So uh, let's uh, uh, let's look through. For instance, communism. Uh, one of the basis uh, of uh, communist theory is dialectical materialism. This means that if you would uh, make an equal distribution uh, among mankind, uh, the material things of life, there won't be any more theft, there won't be any more killing, there won't be any more uh, problems. Mankind will live in this utopian society and everything will be uh, great. Uh, but uh, however, that's a, that's a fallacy Because you're not dealing with the problem The problem with man is not how much money he has The problem with man isn't whether he's living in a nice house Or driving a car or has a job The problem with man if it goes far deeper than that It goes to the very depths of his being He is an evil creature born into the world in sin Sin from the earliest uh, expression begins to manifest itself in selfishness and self-interest and rebellion how many of you know that you take a little child you don't have to teach a child to lie how many of you know you don't have to teach a child to lie they all lie See, to be a successful pastor, you have to Weed through that, you have to understand when you're dealing with Conflicts between parents and their Teenagers are having a conflict Teenage girls are the worst There are, and you get three teenage girls Together, you got to fight, I can tell you that And so, uh, the wise pastor doesn't Go, jump on his charger and run Off with his sword to solve the problem He talks a while to get the true picture Of what's coming on here, because uh, uh, the, the bent of human Personality uh, Is not to tell the exact truth I mean you know a little bit of it but then you shade it with a little bit of your own self interest and that's how you get the picture to come out how many of you know that Johnny did you do that Uh uh-uh. uh, no I didn't do that look me in the eye and tell me you didn't do that oh I didn't do that no honest mom you find out they're lying through their teeth you didn't teach them to do that and, and you're aghast that they do that I mean it's a salt to, to, to your name I mean, here's your name, and this creature that bears your name is doing this <laughs> and did not learn this from you. okay uh, but your job is to uh, bring pain until that is re- removed until you do <laughs> this in various kinds of ways. One of the one of the best of uh, lying and, and, uh, and, and dirty language is uh, is, uh, is soap. wash your mouth out with soap in a dish rag That'll, Ooh, that's a, that's a terrible thing, and that's the best cure I know about. But uh, there may be others that you uh, have devised. So, Psalms thirty-six, one through four. Yeah, even when he's laying down, going to sleep, he said, uh, "This uh, the, the wickedness of man, the bias of man's heart is not toward God." Proverbs six, twelve through fourteen. Okay, here we find that uh, uh, this perception from Scripture. Proverbs sixteen, verse nine. Okay. Um, uh, Proverbs twenty four seven through nine. Jean, did I give that to Proverbs twenty four seven through nine? All right, here's the picture. He's a schemer, and uh, and that, that his schemes always have self interest at heart. Always has an agenda where self is going to be gratified. Exalted, uh, satisfied, or displayed in some manner or some way. Isaiah thirty-two, verse seven. Okay, here we should see him as a schemer again. Jeremiah eleven, nineteen. Here's the schemes again, uh, wicked imagination, and uh, Psalms thirty-one, thirteen. Okay, here's the, uh, the getting-together-making getting schemes. Psalms 35, verse 20. Okay, here we have the outworking of man's heart. This is just a few of the scriptures. The Bible's filled with this. And so uh, uh, the the difficulty with this, this moves into a moral and a spiritual, a sexual, a social, and a political arena. We've already had a little bit of that have already been computed in. And so this affects all of our lives. Can you say amen? Uh, we... Uh, find this arena, it comes into, there's no way you can escape it. Uh, if you're on a job where you, uh, that's, I lost my thought a while, while ago. If you're on a job where you just are, are doing uh, uh, no interaction with people, you escape some of this. Uh, but if you're on a job where you have to constantly interact with people, you have to deal with the public, it's absolutely beyond description. You have to. Daily, uh, be involved with this. You, you, you see the worst of society and, uh, it, it brought into whatever arena that you're in. Uh, this is why, uh, the police become hardened cynics, prison guards become, uh, some of the worst of society because they see society become hardened, they begin to hate human nature, and, uh, this is why, uh, police officers often go berserk and, uh, they begin to, uh, develop. Uh, into cynics. They, they, they begin to see uh, and they've heard every story. How many of you know that when people get in trouble... Uh, that uh, I didn't do it. I was framed. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's uh, and so here they begin to view this in human personality, and uh, and this is why that uh, prison guards and uh, and uh, policemen begin to develop this this bad side of human nature is because they want to begin to see it. Uh, many of you who are Bible study leaders, you uh, your your uh, your ambition is to become a pastor sometime. A part of your training is that you have to learn to deal with human nature as it is, not like you wish it to be you never make it as a pastor until you are able to survive that, Uh, otherwise you become a cynic and uh, you become hard hearted, you become unredemptive Uh, You become uh, incapable of being moved by human nature, and it will destroy you, and only a relationship with God in Christ will enable you to uh, look through all of that and begin to see what it is that God's doing with human beings. Try to make some kind of a a judgment call that will salvage, if possible, uh, redeem, and will cause uh, human nature... Uh, to move on so that people can find Christ as their Savior, or backsliders will come back to the Lord, workers will be redeemed, and uh, this will move on. Because pastoring is one of the worst jobs to see the, 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 the depth of human nature. Uh, I remember uh, Pastor Maston uh, telling about when he went out in ministry, and so he's sitting listening uh, to this tale, and as he's listening to this tale, he says, My God. Uh, but you, you don't mean people are really doing that But he's smiling and saying Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah And he's seeing this, this lurid, horrible, twisted, perverted Human nature coming forth And uh, as a pastor, nothing surprises you That doesn't mean you become a cynic That just means that you just have to deal with it And try to work it through And keep your own salvation and a relationship with God And your own perspective To see what it is that God wants to do Not what people are doing what is it God's wanting to do? I know what man's going to do. Man always will serve himself. Always. You don't want to know what man will do? Go up on the mountain, Exodus 32, and you'll see what man will do. The minute that God's, or God's representative is removed from the picture, he has sex orgies and rock concerts. That's what he does. No mystery. It's his oldest time. Moses came down off the mountain and said, "What's that music I hear?" He said, well, uh, "Well, I think they're uh, they're rejoicing in the Lord." He said, uh-uh, "They're not. That's not what I hear." And he got down and found uh, that the people had uncovered themselves in a full bore orgy, dancing before the golden calf that uh, that Aaron had made. This is what human nature, unrestrained, gravitates to. Now it may be very refined. It may be able to take on a social structure and move into the higher echelons of society with wealth and with position and political influence, but underneath is the corruption that's there, and without God, there's no hope for humanity. Okay, so let's, uh, 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 let's talk about a few of these things, moral, spiritual, sexual, social, and political. And uh, so uh, uh, one, of the, one of the major uh, motivations of man is how to make money without working for it. Is that right? How I many of you agree with me? How to make money without working for it. So I'm on everybody's mailing list. And so uh, from Jiminy Press, I got this little uh, ditty. And uh, it's, a, it's a doozy. And so here's this genius, this creative genius of mankind. And this one is how to rob slot machines legally. Okay, I'm honest. This this is real. I'm not I'm not inventing this, folks. How to rob slot machines uh, legally, and I think for only uh, uh, for only twenty six twenty five, I can get this system go up on the hill, and I can make hundreds of dollars, uh, up to a thousand dollars regularly, uh, without even having to work for it. Right? This is a major motivation in man, is how to make money without working for it. Uh, somebody get for me Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Somebody would like to get that right here. Would somebody get that, please? Uh, Philip, would you get that for me? And so uh, here we see uh, some of the perversion of man, and, uh, uh, and we need to take a look at that because uh, this is a, a profound insight. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Listen to this text now. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins In which you once walked according to the course of this world According to the prince of the power of the air air, There's an external force that's exploiting the fallen uh, nature that you have from your father Adam This is a supernatural force It is a spiritual force that now works in the sons of disobedience We all did this. We were all at one time a victim of this and conducted ourselves. The lusts of our flesh flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature nature the children of wrath just as uh, others. So we can bring this down to sexual fantasies. Jesus said a man that looks on a woman to lust after her we can bring this down to all the detrimental uh, 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 things that are in society. And uh, uh, and think about that for a moment. Now, if, if some people would just use this creative genius productively, how much can be accomplished? But man uh, is a schemer. I had a call from uh, one pastor. And uh, uh, how many of you know about multi-level marketing schemes? Uh uh, in the comics, somebody brought me Roy brought this to me this morning, and the, the invention of the pyramid scheme and so uh, here they are the arts in the funny papers and so then he said, that uh, "I haul stone blocks for just five people, and my name goes to the top of the list he 's building the pyramid." <laughs> Okay, a pastor called me. So he uh, he said, uh, "Pastor, he said, tell me what to do. I've got uh, I've got my people who are involved in a pyramid scheme. Now, a pyramid scheme is uh, making money without working for it. That's what pyramid scheme. Doesn't matter whether it's Amway. Doesn't matter what it is. It's all the same. So uh, here's an article. Uh, this uh, Athena Dean escape." From Greed, she writes this, and it's in a major charismatic magazine. Because I want to tell you, in the charismatic circles, this stuff goes through congregations. It's rampant. And so, this is why periodically. I stand up, smile at you nicely and say we're not selling anything here. We're not selling any kind of parties. No decoration schemes. No Air Amway. No multi-level marketing schemes. Don't do it here. You're not going to do it here. No uh, no investment schemes. No bonds. No insurance. No nothing. You don't sell anything this congregation. We come here to worship God. Okay? So here's a woman that was very good at it. 100,000 plus a year. Finally the Holy Spirit convicted her and she saw... That uh, instead of loving souls She really loved money Convicted her and she got out of it So anyhow this pastor calls me There's a new one out This new one out I think was working here locally If I caught a little rumble out in the, in the, in the outer fringes And so uh, uh, what it is Is that uh, you meet together There's no letters that are sent Because there's no legal violation See if you sent in the mail Well that's illegal So the, the feds will get you so they don't, there's no paperwork involved there. They meet together and uh, you put in 2000 uh, No, you put on $250. All it takes you to get into it. And you meet together and then your name comes to the top of the list and you carry out from that meeting $2,250. I mean, it's great. This is a great scene. And it's, it's all. The problem is that somewhere somebody's going to get bit, you see. The problem with pyramid schemes is that uh, it's, it's great if you. It's like playing a slot machine. If you pull the lever, hit the jackpot, better run for your life, take it and go. That's right, because you got it. If you keep playing the game, you can't do it. So uh, this is in his church now. These are these are poor people. This is already Aragon. You might as well know who it is. Up on the reservation, and uh, they're meeting together. One of the ladies struck it rich. She put in two fifty. It was only in it a couple of weeks. Carried out two thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Came back, told everybody in church, "This is great." We can get wealthy right overnight see and so people are out borrowing money and then doing all kinds of stuff to try to get rich the problem is is that this is a scheme along with other multi-level marketing schemes to get rich quick and to make money without working for it well let's let's open it up for a moment and uh, see if we got any input there did i make anybody mad yet oh they're getting people off of welfare see that's 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 a great it's a great program you get people off welfare see yeah, this is Manatee's best. I uh, I, uh, I do a crusade or about every year. Did do a crusade up until this last year in Vegas, and so uh, if you go to Vegas, if you go to a bathroom anywhere in Vegas, you see slot machines on the way on the way back out. I mean, this is a city that's Manatee's best, and so uh, I'd say to this hotel, the Palace Station, a couple of times before, and I know that they're there when you walk in. The slot machines are there. They're there when you go to eat. But uh, I didn't realize the vast operation that they had. So one day we were there. Said, to, "There's a Burger King around behind there. Let's let's go get a hamburger." So we started to walk around. I I couldn't believe my. eye. There's acres of slots machines. There's not just a few like I saw going to the restaurant to get a cup of coffee. I mean, there's acres of this stuff. I couldn't believe my eye because I've been around that stuff. But that's Manatee's best, Victor. That's Manatee's best. It is engineered to get the most money out of the most people from the minute they land to the minute they leave and a scientifically arranged to accomplish that that's manity's best greed and uh, and self uh, uh, enrichment uh, nick okay the lord bless you we'll have uh, service in just a few minutes